Welcome to the Food is Life podcast with me, Jambo. And me, Steph. You made me say Oh, yeah, I didn't say and. <laughs> oh, well, I've introduced you poorly there. How long have we been doing this podcast for? Too long. Yeah, yeah, way too long. So, Steph, what, is, what have you been up to since we last podcasted? I have eaten Greek food with you because yeah. we did a podcast earlier. <laughs> yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> it was very nice. I had halloumi, just mm. in case anyone wondered. Um, where else have I been up to? I've been coaching tennis in the freezing cold. Oh, yeah. I had my first weekend in a while that I haven't been drinking, oh, goodness. which was really nice. You look younger for it. Yeah. I woke up this morning. Today is a Sunday for the mm-hmm. listeners. And I was like, oh, freedom. I feel alive. Mm-hmm. Took the dog out for a walk early. I was like, yeah, this is life. Um, something I was actually thinking about, and it was just a, a mind thought. Um, this is, So we're recording this podcast live together, obviously. Well, obviously Hi. live. Uh, and the reason we, I mean, because of COVID, we haven't been recording podcasts together for a long time. And I've been and on fact, Zoom. The last time we did podcasts together, it was last Christmas. Was it? You remember when we got out of lockdown and we had that weird, like, two-week break? Oh, my God. And we were sat at mine and had the Christmas lights up. Yeah, we talked about the Christmas tree. Yeah, and we, we had the, I think we recorded about 10 podcasts yeah. that day. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's how quickly time flies. Oh, We've been scary. this podcast for over a year now. I know, how exciting. Mm, so. Yeah, just uh, whilst everyone's here, the listeners, if you have been with us on this whole journey, we thank you. We appreciate mm. you. We love you sharing us. Please because... reach out into my DMs. I feel like I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> a year on. So, <laughs> Steph, so Steph, this this week or today, we are talking about, are you lying to your coach? Are you lying to your coach? Tell I'm me. not. Are you lying to yours? Yeah. I don't... <laughs> Time, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't have one at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would be lying. Yeah, I would be lying. Yeah, no, it's a... A deep topic, and it's going to hit a lot of nerves for probably most people that track and listen to this podcast, track yeah. the calories. But yeah, let's get straight in. So, when you say are you lying to a coach, what what do you mean, sir? So, this can come in many forms. So, if we're talking about tracking calories, mm-hmm. lying to your coach, as in how many calories you consumed, mm-hmm. it could be. You have been really structured and you've been really regimented with tracking, but you've been doing it for, let's say, six months now, starting to get complacent. You're starting to think, oh, you know, that one bit of food that I'm eating off my kid's plate won't make that much of a mm-hmm. difference, so we don't track that. And it's not necessarily just lying to your coach, I suppose. It's almost lying to yourself. Yeah. I think I think when you say lying to your coach, it is you're lying to yourself. It's, yeah. Yeah. The reason... I want to make this a thing and I'll actually make it a full podcast is we not only do we get complacent quite easily, but it's that thing of almost self-sabotage as well. Like it's Mm. subconscious self-sabotage of, right, you've been tracking for a while, you've lost a stone, you've lost two Mm -hmm. stone, however much. And then you're like, well, I'm not unhappy here, Mm -hmm. but you know, deep down in yourself, you've still got, a good cup of stone to lose. But I don't know, why Why do we get complacent? But Yeah, we actually brushed upon it, I think, very briefly at the end of one of the podcasts, was when you're on the journey and say you, you in your mind your goal is to lose two stone. So that journey might take a year, but sometimes when you've lost a stone, you might still have eight months left of your journey, you might have a year left of your journey, whatever, six months. But you get to that point point, you become happier. So like all of a sudden, like 
we we said it before. I think we said like at some point you will start to feel better in your skin, happier in your skin, um, and I think that's one thing that comes in that all of a sudden that motivation when you're like unhappy, so unhappy. I think it was a motivation podcast we spoke about, um, but you get to a point where you know that that I don't want to say like anger at yourself, but like that anger motivation to like I want to make a change goes away and then you do you can stray from the path Mm. i see this with my one-to-one clients a regular basis would be a bit extreme but ones that have worked with me for a while Mm -hmm. they know how to track they know exactly what they're doing and then we'll get to a point where they haven't lost any weight in a few weeks Mm -hmm. their measurements haven't changed they don't feel any different i've gone through all of the all of those and then i say to them i'm like right well this is where we're at the numbers are the numbers tell me on a scale of one to Mm ten how accurate and honest are you being with your tracking the answer is always the same and the ones that listen to this will be smiling because we've had this conversation i'll be like well i yeah i probably haven't been as strict as i probably was in the past Mm -hmm. i've just had you know few extra bits and bobs creeping in mm. it's the same every Dirty single time yeah <laughs> yeah and it's a question jumbo actually asked me off air earlier about if you're working towards a calorie deficit if you're in a calorie deficit does that ever become your maintenance calories if i if i asked that question right does that make yeah, sense? yeah yeah so the answer is yes so your calorie deficit will catch up but You've also got to think of it in terms of the raw numbers. If you've got a few extra calories creeping in that, you know, are picking things off your kids' plates or you're having an extra packet of crisps or even an apple that you're not tracking, Mm -hmm. it might only be a few calories here and there, but it will start to add up. Mm -hmm. If we've created a deficit that's a moderate deficit, right, you've lost some weight, so you then don't need as many calories to maintain your body weight that you're currently at. Mm -hmm. If you're then, so already your deficit is smaller if we haven't changed the numbers and reduced your calories in yet, right? Mm -hmm. So then if you're adding things in without tracking them, that's when your your deficit then becomes a maintenance. That's why you can plateau. I've got another question for you, and this is a thought-provoking one. Do you think when people are tracking or then they're on a... They've been on the weight loss journey for six months, um, and they were tracking. It comes to a point where they get a kick or a high or some sort of satisfaction uh, out of hitting the numbers on, say, my fitness power. I don't know what you guys use, but say my fitness power. Sometimes just hitting the numbers correctly, regardless of whether it is correct, mm. becomes a bit of a reward for them. They're kind of like, oh, yeah, I've hit my maintenance, even though you're they've gone in their deficit even though they haven't but because it's on my fitness pal and it looks like it's almost like i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing but it's not actually true 150 percent, yeah and i think this is where it comes down to such like the the psychological aspect of like i've had had clients in the past like one-to-one clients they have wanted to create a bigger deficit mm-hmm. So we create a bigger deficit, whether that's going down to whatever the number is, Mm -hmm. 1,200 calories, let's say, for example. You kind of, don't get me wrong, like we talked about before, for some people this works, Mm -hmm. a bigger deficit for a short period of time. But you kind of, for a lot of people, just have to let them go through it and Mm -hmm. be like, right, actually, create a bigger deficit. But 
you let's say they still lose the same amount of weight they were before mm-hmm. or they weren't losing before and now they're losing let's say a pound a week yeah. when in actual fact when they've got this big deficit they should be losing around a pound and a half two pound a week mm-hmm. but the reality is sticking to a bigger deficit like we've said many times mm-hmm. is flipping hard work yeah, yeah. so even though let's say you are on 1200 calories a day if you then got a few extra things creeping in mm-hmm. this could be a little a little talk to someone you're then still creating a moderate deficit yeah yeah so yeah i do think people lie to themselves in terms yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah well no, so yeah. i was saying to steph as well i've been tracking my calories recently i think like the first probably week or so i was doing it i was like putting my calories in but there'd be certain things that like i couldn't like just scan the barcode and put in so then I'd estimate it. And if I estimated it and it came slightly over, I'd go, like, over my calories for the day, yeah. I'd go, do I think it, oh, I've probably overestimated, I've overegged that a little bit. Well, I've probably underegged it. Yeah. So now I'm under underegging it. Yes. And, like, it, for, like, the first, like, week and a half, I was doing that. And I noticed, like, like for example, if I had, um, I was having a couple of drinks or something, and then I'd be, like, I'd start to be, like, oh, I only had, like, I had one drink of that. Like, yeah. And then, like, Oh yeah, that pizza only had like a slice, so that's only like a hundred calories. Whereas it's not. Um and I just wonder like how many people do that to themselves where just to hit the number. So then I had a talk to myself and I was like, What am I doing? Like this is doing nobody any benefits. So then I started tracking my calories properly. Mm. I said to Steph, I do go over a fair bit, but at least now I'm doing it correctly. Yeah. Now I'm in the habit of doing it all the time, even if it is over. Then I'm like I'm aware that I'm doing it. I'm not lying to anyone. Yeah, I'm not getting any benefit out of shaving off, 30, you know, 500 calories. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. off just to hit the number so it looks good in my fitness pal. Yeah, no, 100%. Mm. So classic thing again with the lean beans who start doing the lean bean course, start off doing that, and then they'll work with me one to one. So they'll. When they first start the lean B course, it's not funny. I don't know why I think it's funny. <laughs> They'll say exactly what you're saying. They'll be like, oh, I've overestimated. I don't know exactly what this will- is, so I've mm-hmm. overestimated it. When you first start out on a journey, mm-hmm. your motivation is high. Your investment is high. Everything is like positive, yeah. epic. Also, if you look at it in terms of hunger levels, you go into the diet. And because you're like adrenaline's pumping for the mm-hmm. first few weeks, all that stuff, you generally, hu- your hunger is more manageable, mm-hmm. right? So you can overestimate things. You probably will be under your calorie deficit target that we've set. Then when, like we talked about, the boring stuff sets in and it's, you know, okay, this is my life tracking calories for the next six months, year, Mm. two years. That's when what we're talking about, that scenario comes in, in terms of, yeah, I'm overestimating. No, you're (laughs) probably absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. I was, it was something like I was doing my oats, right? And I know oats aren't the worst thing in the world, but I'd be like, I was like, yeah, this is 70 grams for sure. (laughs) And then one day I was like, oh, that's 70 grams. I was like, I'm going to weigh it and see how many this is. Mm. And it was like 120 grams. I think this is a really good point to highlight right now is that once you've been tracking for a while, people assume that they know roughly how to eyeball their plate. Mm. And yes, you probably can better than when you first started, mm-hmm. but you, I always say, even if you're loosely tracking, mm-hmm. always go back to having a few days to a week of religious tracking mm-hmm. to get your... Reset, yeah, recalibrate. Re- recalibrate, that's yeah, the word, yeah. yeah. 
Yes, I like, and these little things as well, like um, when you're first start out super motivated and you're tracking your calories, and then six months down the line, you might be tracking calories still, and it might just be slightly off. You might be 100 um, mm. calories over, and you think, oh, that's no problem. But also on top of that, all of a sudden, you're less active than you were when you first started. So not only are you probably 100 calories out, but also you're probably 150 calories out on activity levels. Oh, yes. And then all of a sudden, like, so you're kind of like lying to yourself in two ways, lying to your coach in two ways. Um, so you have obviously that, you know, you, you things sneak in and creep in and that's natural and it happens. But also then, you know, you might say to you, Steph, oh, but I've been doing it all. And, oh, I should, uh, you know, I should still see a change on the scales because I'm still coming in slightly, but like, even if it was slightly more, still coming in under in the deficit, blah, blah, blah. But all of a sudden, you're not looking at the other side where that motivation is gone. You Maybe you're not walking to the shop anymore. You're parking closer to the car, the entrance in the car park. You're going to the gym, you know, twice a week instead of five times a week when you were super motivated. Mm. You're not making an effort to walk out the, the dog out. You know, it's just little things like that. And, like, sometimes you have to, like, be completely honest with yourself, with your coach, and say, you know, because if they think that you're just doing exactly what you're doing, how are they going to help you? Yeah. Why are you paying this money? Yeah. <laughs> Nail on the head. You're, mm. you're only lying to yourself, but what's the point? Mm. But people know that. Like, it's yeah. not, it's not us bashing on them because they don't know that the lines mm-hmm. themselves are the coach and it's sometimes just having this reality check like listening to this podcast listening to it now and then going back and putting it in your diary to listen to it again in six months i guarantee when you listen to it in six months time again you'll be like yep i needed to listen to this yeah yeah. it happens to everyone in any it literally is happening to me right now yeah. so i in a calorie deficit or what i used to be in a deficit with and like maybe the scales haven't changed as much as I wanted to. And I was like, well, I'm doing, doing everything I've been tracking. Okay, I've overestimated a couple of times, but generally I've been well below what I should be. What's going on, blah, blah, blah. Still training at the gym four times a week. But all of a sudden, like, I had a reality check and I went and had a look at my activity tracker. This time, say like last year or the year before. And all of a sudden I was doing an average of 11,000 steps. And now I might be doing 5,000 steps. Mm. I'm still going to the gym, but before maybe I was doing higher intensity at the gym than I am now. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like I'm doing all this, I'm the same person doing the same things. Sometimes you've got to take a little bit of a step back and go, you know, why is this not working? Again, this is exactly why you can't really lie to your coach because they can pick up on these things and go, all right, well, let's step away from it a little bit. The science doesn't change. The science doesn't all of a sudden stop working. Mm-hmm. There's other factors at play. Yes, there'll be people sitting there that have made lots of progress, but still have a lot of weight to lose, but they're plateauing. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the big, big, big reasons why that happens. Mm -hmm. I guess now we get to the point of like, okay, in this podcast, how do we help these people? What do we do? How do we overcome these scenarios? Jambo, what do you do personally? Don't lie to the coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's a, that's a, like really important. Why like, people like I, we've just done a podcast on it, and sometimes you might have a coach longer than other people because you need accountability or 
Well, being truly honest with your coach, you're just wasting your time, money, effort, because that's why you pay these people to do these things. Um, you know, give you a reality check, look at things like your activity levels. You know, how many steps are you doing a day? Is that all of a sudden half of what you were doing before, like me? And then all of a sudden, you know, you're less active, so you're burning less calories, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So is there stone advice that you could give and blanket advice you can give for everyone? Probably not. But you have to, you know, speak to your coach, seek out help. That's what we're here for. I know we definitely sound like a broken record with this whole accountability stuff, but it's the reality that mm. after two, three, four months, an individual knows what they need to do and they know how they, what they need to do to get there and how they're going to do it. But unless you've got someone being like, as you say, Jumbo, okay, so how honest are you being with your tracking? Okay, you might not have gone to the gym this week. You didn't do X, Y, Z. This is why mm -hmm. you haven't lost weight this week. This is why your measurements haven't changed this month. Mm -hmm. You know, looking, we as humans have a million decisions to make in a day, right? whether that's work, kids, social life, putting up the Christmas tree. There's, <laughs> there's lots of things that we have to think about. And the first thing to be thrown out the window is always health and fitness mm -hmm. if you don't have any more space for decisions. And analyzing this stuff yourself is hard. And this is why people pay good money to have a coach and stay accountable because that coach's sole job is to look at all your stats, mm -hmm how you're feeling, your emotions, what's going on in your life, your sleep, your stress, how it's all affecting mm -hmm. what's happening with your progress, mm -hmm. why you're progressing so well, why you're not progressing, why we've taken a step back, when to take a step back, when to do things like have a diet break. If you've plateaued, most people won't know how to get over a plateau. Mm -hmm. You know, just looking at the overall bigger picture is so hard when you're doing it yourself. Yeah, and I think you've got to remember, like, this might be the first time that you've gone through this or second or third but like coaches have gone through this multiple times and multiple people over multiple years and no one like no one size fits all but you have like a more of an idea and you can work and adjust and you know we go through it as well like as people we were talking about it off air how you know we've been tracking you feel in a better place I have days where I feel in a better place and other days where I feel a lot heavier and we have gone through it ourselves, but seeing people have gone through it and, you know, gone through the ups and downs and you have a better idea so that you can, you know, understand better. Yeah, it's, it's all, I don't know, when it comes to this health and fitness stuff, it's, it, it's such a whirlwind. There's so much information out there. So many moving parts. There is. And it doesn't, it's the classic, oh, just eat less and move more. Mm. We should put that in the pet peeve one, actually, because <laughs> it is one thing that's, yes, of course, it's eat mm. less and move more. But if we were robots, fantastic. We yeah, can, yeah, yeah. none of us would be overweight and we'd all mm -hmm. be the happiest, slimmest, fittest selves. But there's so many emotions that, you know, our relationship with food, for example. Yeah. So many people have a poor relationship with food mm -hmm. for many different reasons. But even looking at that, poor relationship with food, within that, there's so many branches of that in itself. Yeah. And for one individual and for many individuals, like 
there's, there's just so many ways it, this can go, but it's mind boggling. Weight loss in itself is simple. It's mm. eat less, move more. It's create a consistent calorie deficit. Mm. But if we could all create a consistent calorie deficit consistently, mm-hmm. we we wouldn't even be on this pod. We wouldn't be doing this yeah, podcast absolutely. right now. I think like a, just an example of different things that you know you might not think about as a, a tool to you know reset or remotivate or whatever. But for example, say five nights a week you go home from work from if you're working from home from your office upstairs to sat on the sofa <laughs> downstairs like you're getting a bit of stuck in the cycle you kind of get bogged down and you get like even by say one night a week if you went to a, a class not talking sort of fitness class we could an art class or um pottery if you want cooking classes all of a sudden not you're breaking that cycle firstly but look at your steps from that day that you go to one class where you're not even doing anything active compared to then if you just sit at home and like it just shows the, the difference of like breaking the cycle and getting out because you do get stuck in habits sometimes and mm. and sometimes it can be not you know not advising you to go out and do more exercise because you know who wants to do exercise <laughs> but sometimes it is just like breaking the cycle and breaking that routine and it can be something like you know you've done all this hard work and treat yourself and you know, go to an art class, go out your comfort zone, you know, re-energize that sort of motivation and getting out of that that safety blanket. I would even relate that back to nutrition. I, that's a really good example. But even tracking the calories religiously, right, you tend to go out a little bit less. You mm-hmm. tend to be more cautious with what you're eating on a day-to-day basis. But like I say to so many of my lead beans, let it go out and have some fun. Mm-hmm. Like, just because, yep, yeah, this is our goal, these are our numbers, you can still go out and enjoy yourself. Yeah. You know, and it's easy to get into the, well, stay in because it's going to be better for my calories. And yeah, don't get me wrong, eight times out of ten, I probably would suggest that. But mm-hmm. finding that fine balance, getting that variety, making sure you're still enjoying yourself. Mm. Like, it's definitely going from one stream to the other in some ways. Like, people are like, right. I can't lose weight because I've got this massive social life and I love drink and I love cheese <laughs> and I love, you know, going out. But then once you do get into the right mindset, which again, a good thing, but also you still got to spice it up. Sure. All right, Steph. So what are we taking away from lying to your coach or lying to yourself? Lying to your coach sounds nicer. Mm, yeah. <laughs> a bit less brutal. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I think we all need to be aware of this because the likelihood is if it's going to happen, sorry, the likelihood is it will happen to you, whether you are Bob Marley or whether you're Beyonce or Mm. whether you're Debbie. Debbie. Mm. It's going to happen. Be aware. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, there's there's not really anything that I can say apart from make sure that you're constantly analysing your yeah. journey, but I know that sounds really boring. That's why I just get someone else to play do it for you. <laughs> yeah. But it's important. Just I think, yeah, take a step back right now, even if you think you're lying or not lying, mm. take a step back and look at what you're doing. And you know, if you're hundred percent on it and amazing, congratulations, good for you. If you're not, reach out to that person. If it's Steph, reach out to her. And you know, that's what people are here for, to like help, you know, change things up because not not like every single plan works out for everyone not everyone's journey is the same so just be honest with yourself take a step back if you are 
things are just you know 500 calories getting shaved off in your <laughs> my fitness power because it looks good don't make that mistake trust me you know you're just like so you're fooling yourself you're fooling your coach you know you'll pay money for somebody to help you yeah how can they help you if they don't have the true picture uh, as always you're not alone you're definitely not the only one that goes through this and there is a support and community out there for you mm-hmm. if you do want it so just know that and you know it doesn't have to be the lean bean family there's lots of other people mm-hmm. out there too but oh, just find help i know we do sound like a broken record but yeah. find help but either way hopefully this podcast kind of speaks to you a little bit and be like even if it's not happening right now I'd be like yeah that happened to me before yeah. i've been there it's gonna happen again everyone's been literally everyone in this world would have been there at some point where they've lied to themselves a little bit to make things, you know, kid themselves, fool themselves a little bit. We're only human. We are only human, not robots. So, thank God. Steph, where can we find you? You can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at foodislife.nutrition. Literally daily posts, daily updates, all free of charge. Um, definitely have a little look over there. You can also find my website, which has all the information and all the prices and everything you need to know about the Lean Bean course. That is at foodislifenutrition.com. You can find all of that stuff in the show notes. You can also find Jambo links in the show notes, which are... Only on Instagram, at jambo.the.great. And also the ever-popular, at jambo.the.recipes. And I've said it a million times, ever have a question ever just want to say hello please do reach out i know i've had loads of followers follow me on instagram no one ever says hello i'm so alone please (laughs) (laughs) so yeah feel free if you've got any questions and any you want any advice or yeah any exercise questions or anything like that please do love it thank you jambo thank you right cheers tune in guys bye bye see you next time Bye bye bye